shouldn't watch them in life. You should live them. Veterans? Veterans. <laughs> the, the Happy <laughs> Veterans. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> I don't even understand if it is I don't know how we got there. All right. I'm just, okay. <laughs> Welcome to Too Much Free Time Podcast. <laughs> we are continuing our genre-filled adventure of the horror genre. <laughs> I kind of said genre it's twice horror-filled. <laughs> it's, it's horror-filled. Filled with many genres of horror. God, sorry. Yeah, that mar- I, that margarita is actually starting to kick in right now. <laughs> you drank before this? You're drunk we all on, did. You're we're drunk not, on the job? We're not Wait, playing John, this off. Too, yeah, you're holding a beer. <laughs> we're We're... Okay, we're inebriated. Regardless, <laughs> I'm, I'm not inebriated. I'm Peter. <laughs> Hi, Peter. <laughs> Hi, Peter. Like I was saying, the Too Much Free Time podcast. I'm Mark Burris. With me, as always, is inebriated. Peter Blank. <laughs> With me, as always, is Peter Blankenship Pete. and John Girdler. Hello. <laughs> I like that you were attempting to say something funny there, Peter. It's always funny. And today we're talking about the 2007 remake of a horror classic, Halloween. I thought you were going to say 2007 classic, and no. I was going <laughs> to immediately correct object. me. Yes. <laughs> no, it's a remake of the actual classic horror film, Halloween. This mm-hmm. one is directed by Rob Zombie, starring. Isn't that his real name? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) It's starring Malcolm McDowell and Sherry Mooney Zombie and Scott Taylor Compton. Scout Taylor Compton. Apologies. Is that his real name? Who? Excuse me. uh, Malcolm McDowell? Yeah. Yeah. You know who Malcolm McDonald is. I know. I was trying to make a joke. (laughs) (laughs) Didn't land. Hopefully it'll land with our audience. Yeah. Hopefully. (laughs) Probably not. So... (laughs) We're good litmus test for jokes. <laughs> <laughs> so this is the second or third time I've seen this movie. Peter, how many times have you seen this? Uh, second time full through. Second time full through. Yeah, mine's probably second time full through. Like I think I watched some of it on TV when it was in reruns again. John, have you had never seen this before? That's correct. This is my first viewing. Had you seen the original Halloween? Yes. Okay. Because I, I just thought about that. How long ago had I seen the original? How yeah, long? yeah. Uh, my most recent viewing was probably a year ago. Okay, so that's mm-hmm. good because I didn't think about the fact that if you didn't, if none of us had seen the original too, this would be weird. Because <laughs> I think most of my notes are about it in comparison to, to the, the original. Old, yeah, yeah, to the original. Uh, this remake's about Jamie Lee Curtis <laughs> getting revenge, right? Uh, no. I, oh, Wait, that? what movie did you watch? I'm getting those Freaky Friday. I was going to be pissed if, if John was like, yeah, Halloween, H2O. Did you know? <laughs> like, oh my I was gonna be God. Like, All right. Well, we're resurrection gonna, or what? Yeah, like, resurrection. <laughs> or the curse of Michael Myers. I was going to be like, oh my. Yeah, Peter, we're going to have a Is resurrection the one where she dies? Yeah, resurrection. She Jamie Lee Curtis dies in the first like H2O. She thought she killed him. Resurrection, she didn't. It was the different guy. Yeah, that then, didn't make any sense. Right. I actually like H2O, if we're going to talk about the Halloween movies as a, They're, as a yeah, whole. It's fine. I mean, I, I they definitely have some real bad ones, like uh, The Curse of Michael Myers, and I forgot what the fifth one's called. Those are awful. Is that the, isn't there a reality TV one where they're all in the house and that's, they're filming it? And that's Resurrection. Okay. That's Resurrection, where they do like a 
haunted house thing out of Michael Myers' old house, yes. and then he comes home. I have seen that one. Yeah, that one's that <laughs> Honey, one's I'm home. But what were, this, what were your <laughs> initial... <laughs> that doesn't sound like the Michael I know. <laughs> That's not the Michael Myers we know. What is? What, what is your initial take on this movie, though? Like, What is your first so, thoughts? It's, it's a movie in two parts. I really like the first part. It's two movies, to yeah. be honest. Like, what I hate about the first movie is what the second half of this movie is. Like, I liked the backstory. I liked trying to give Michael Myers a personality or like a backstory to fill in. So the first 50 to 60 minutes of the movie, I really liked. But then it just is Halloween again. Hmm, interesting. I, I agree with you and disagree with you at the same time, but I'm going to let John say his opinion, and then I'll come back to that. Do it. Of the movie as a whole? Yeah, the movie as a whole. I agree that it's definitely two parts. I did not really like the, the backstory part. I, I felt like, um, not. I guess scary movies, there aren't typically a lot of likable characters, but I didn't really like any of the characters at all, and I felt like the doctor was a complete idiot who I don't know how he Dr. had a job. Loomis. You didn't like yeah, Danny Trejo? I didn't Trevo? like Malcolm McDowell's character, Danny, Dr. Loomis. Um, Danny Trejo? Yeah, you didn't like him? He was the I really janitor. didn't. Hey, I, Michael. Mikey. No, I like that. Amen. He, <laughs> he might have been my favorite character, actually. I, I did not like Dr. Loomis is what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, well, that dude's a prick. He just used him to write a book. Well, the yeah. excerpt from his book but is it, awful. It almost felt like the movie was making you want to root for him or like him or well or that's because in the original dr loomis is a he's not the hero but you're rooting for him because he feels so responsible for michael that he's going after michael you yeah. know what i mean it's more of a it's almost like a father with a really disturbed son kind of vibe that you get from it where he doesn't want to kill michael but he's trying to stop everything it's very much a he's a worn out man this i don't know what Loomis is supposed to be in this movie. Yeah, and it, I mean, it got to the end, and I mean, obviously, I'm about to spoil it, but like when he's trying to stop Michael at the end, it's almost like it was based on their previous relationship, like he had one with him, but he didn't yeah. have one at, at all. He never had one, so I didn't really like his character. Uh, so to go back to what Peter was saying, though, so my take on this movie is the first time I watched it, I really liked it because of the backstory. I thought this was such a creative, interesting take on the movie because I am a fan of the original Halloween. I think... It, it is definitely a staple of the horror genre. And, you know, it's like, you know, one of those foundations that everyone else has built stuff off of. So it's an important part of kind of the slasher film genre as well. But I found out when I was doing research for the movie, when they decided they were going to do another Halloween movie, the two ideas were either a prequel mm -hmm. or it was going to be a remake. And they did the stupid thing and did, and both. did both. Right. And so... While I agree with you that I like the beginning, I think in context of the beginning, then doing a remake is what killed it for me. Because I would have preferred if the the beginning of the movie with the asylum and everything like that, if that was the movie a little bit longer and it ended with his escape and that's just where they ended it because it leads perfectly well, it's into almost, Halloween. It's almost a feature length movie, right. right? Yeah. And so I think that's brilliant. I think if you wanted to do a remake, they should have just done the remake. They shouldn't have done the backstory. They should have just done a remake. So what we got left with was kind of this half, kind of, my dad always does the joke of uh, don't do two things half-assed, do one thing whole-assed. <laughs> and that's <laughs> what it feels man. like here. It feels like they did two things half-assed. And it was too long. Two things, that two hours. Yeah, yeah. this movie yeah. is two hours long mm. and it does not need to be 
But yeah, I went that's kind of my take. I went into it expecting a remake, and so when I got the backstory, I was pleasantly surprised. And so mm-hmm. if I went into it expecting more of a prequel stuff, I guess I would be disappointed. But the the newness of the backstory is what made me interested and like it. Yeah. I, I, and I it think makes the, him sympathetic to a point. To a point. But then you lose it because he is no longer a character in the second half. Well, this is where we where lose. But in that intro, this is part of the problem of how they made it two movies and they made that Asylum thing long but not long enough to be a feature where it's his transition from, oh, kind of sympathetic to, oh my gosh, he is soulless is a second. And there's yeah. no time on the transition. So it yeah, makes it It's a screen that says fifteen years later. Yeah. So <laughs> it just makes it it makes it weird. I think my sympathy ended after the first scene, maybe when they were eating the um sugar rice pops. Well that that's a good point. So we can just dive into the summary. I I think it's hilarious when movies do quotes at the beginning of the movie, but not because like sometimes you can do a quote and it's a very interesting way to, oh, this is the mindset I want to get into going into this movie. But when the quote is from a fictional character in the movie you're making, what is the purpose? Like, what does that serve? Yeah, it's a quote from a character we don't even know yet. Did you, if, if did you either of you write it them. down? I was going to, and then I decided not to. Because, but it, what it reminded me of, it's the greatest trick the devil never pulled was yeah. convincing himself the world. Well, it was, but that's not the actual. It quote. was like something mm-hmm. along the lines of the the monsters that hang in the abyss aren't dangerous. It's when the monster in the abyss comes out and is among us. Something along those yeah. lines, mm-hmm. and that's supposed to be Michael Myers. Ooh, Michael Myers. Yeah, I guess it's a quote from the book we never read. Oh yeah, the the Devil's Eyes yeah. is the name of Loomis's book. So I mean, I took that to mean there are mon- monsters among us that we just yeah, don't from see the abyss. So I mean, I've heard that two out of three people are not real. Are not real. So I, that lizard people. Lizard odd, people. Odds are that <laughs> two of us. Yeah, and the odds are greater if you're a politician. Well, you know, I'm not a lizard person because I would own up to it. I'd be excited. I'd be telling everyone what a lizard no person seen would say. You naked before. Well, That's just true. because I'm a never nude doesn't make me like lizards are never clothed. So take off the jeans, Mark. Put them, <laughs> put them in the freezer I can't or something. I don't know. Confirm if you have a tail or not. <laughs> Where we are, we are getting way off track. It's not though. <laughs> so he after could the quote, be the monster among us <laughs> from the, the abyss. Quote, we get the title screen of just Halloween, and then we cut to. It doesn't give us a date, but no, it's a it just, '70s vibe. <laughs> yeah, and it's Halloween. Early '70s vibe, and it says October 31st, and the I forgot the name of the town. Illinois, uh, somewhere. Haddonfield, Illinois, and we are introduced to the messed up home life of Michael Myers. It's cl- it's it is so quintessential zombie though. It's, it's annoying. Yeah, <laughs> I think my biggest complaint with the zombie movie, zombie movies in general. Are he just decides to turn everything to eleven in an in a necessary fashion? It's not like bursts of eleven. It's just like we instantly go into this kitchen where the mom and then not the stepdad, I guess, but like the, the boyfriend. boyfriend, the living boyfriend, are just dropping f bombs, threatening each other, being super rude, like offensive, and it's just abusive, insane. The dad or Ronnie is the stepdad or boyfriend's name makes a real inappropriate comment about the the sister the daughter, the daughter older daughter <laughs> yeah it's got a nice dumpster yeah nice and dumpster oh my god all this while eating sugar ice pops too um, yeah that's gross it's like why is he even around yeah that was my thought if he's crippled because he's, he's in a, bringing he's anything in a cast, in. 
he's in a leg cast, his arms in a cast, and something's wrong with his other hand. He's crippled. So the whole like, oh, he's gonna hurt me if I get rid of him thing is kind of gone. So why is Ronnie there? I, I think I read in one of the fun facts that that actor was actually in a cast. Oh, he was in for this filming, um, and so they just he was well. It was he was in an accident that put him in a wheelchair. He was only supposed to wear the cast in the movie, mm. but they put the, they added the oh. like, they made the wheelchair part work. Well, that's just so he was more crippled than yeah he was more crippled than he was supposed to be, but it was still like worthless. Yeah, him in a leg cast and both of his arms not working, uh, and a jackass like what Mrs. Her- like because the mom was supposed to be sympathetic, right? But she obviously wasn't really caring about her kids because she has this asshole around. Yeah. And I definitely think uh, what's her what's the actress's name? It's Sherry Moon Zombie, so Mrs. Zombie who yeah, plays Michael Myers. Miss Zombie to you, yeah, plays Michael Myers' mom, Miss Living Dead. Even though she is the scrawniest looking lady I've ever seen, she could beat the shit out of this guy in this condition. I have no idea why he's in this house. And I also want to point out we were talking about the profanity and just like the intense nature of that scene. I always considered like Quentin Tarantino the movies, his movies, the ones that are just. Yeah, he knows how to use curse words. How they curse in this movie blew my mind. I had never heard some of the phrasing of curses that were just thrown around willy-nilly. Impressive combinations. Oh, yeah. Very, you know, they were an articulate family, really. Well, yeah, like what uh, Ronnie being like the girl can do something to my rod or or like when when... She insulted him. He's like, yeah, why don't you come and sit on my rod, bitch? You're like, yeah. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> oh, oh, gosh. There's one line. I almost don't even want to say it. Go on. It's the, we have the explicit the, rating. For yeah, we do have the explicit rating. He says something in the lines of like, keep talking, bitch. I'll crawl over there and yes. I'll skull, skull fuck, fuck you. you. <laughs> I, that was, I legitimately paused the movie and kind of just was like... What's the first 20 um, lines of the movie? We're getting that. Yeah, we well, haven't even seen the, Michael yet. It's, we have not seen Michael yet. It's setting the Halloween tone, Skull. Oh, wow. Boo, John. <laughs> I am not taking that as an yeah, argument. Skull, huh? oh, yeah, but so this is, you know, during that fight, they tell the daughter to go get Michael, and Michael's in the bathroom cutting up a rat because I guess first signs that he's a psychopath. Yeah, we saw him, like, Get the rat. Oh, get the rat and, and go to the bathroom. He he has this creepy little mask on, hides his ugliness. Hides his ugliness. He's wearing a kiss. I mean, t-shirt. you know, the kid wasn't lying. He's not a pretty looking dude. I know this is super random, but did you ever see uh, the movie Hancock, the Will Smith, like as a superhero movie? I started it and then I realized I value my time. <laughs> yeah, I wish I did. The <laughs> 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 he's in that movie. For like two minutes, and he was in the trailer too. Will Smith grabs him and throws him into the sky and like catches him. Wait, is that in the beginning? Yeah, towards the beginning. I remember that part. But that's Michael Myers. <laughs> that's what turned him in to the to serial the serial killer. killer. Yeah, but we get another little bit of an awkward breakfast conversation, and then Michael goes to school. Where he's also bullied because we have to, we just have to go through the checklist of how you become a serial killer. And I 
completely forgot that the spy kids yes the yes. spy kids dude was, was gonna the make bully. that comment yeah from he's here all, all and grown up now I got, <laughs> what the heck because he goes from there and then he's in green inferno yeah. what life decisions is he making i got so excited though as soon as he walked through the door and he's cursing being like <laughs> yeah. yeah next time i see that punk bitch i'm gonna beat him up i'm like yes spy kids like, you think i can pay your mom a quarter to oh, yeah yeah oh yeah because if we haven't said it already Michael Myers' mom is a stripper. And he knows it. Oh, yeah. Everyone in town knows it. She's got mm-hmm. a newspaper ad. Irresponsible mother. I'm throwing that out there right now. Like, I understand times are tough. Maybe she turned to stripping or something. But I've never, doing a seen, newspaper an, I've never ad. seen an ad that big and that explicit. Yeah, yeah. It, it took up a, a big part of the page. Yeah, I mean, it's, it, it was that's there. an expensive ad. Yeah, you're a mom and like, ah, come on. Just don't put your kids through but, that. But Sky Ki- Spy Kids, dude, after all he's been through, like, this, <laughs> this is where he's at now. Well, Usually bullies Uncle have Machete. some... <laughs> Uncle Machete working in the prison. Oh, yeah, Danny Drejo. Maybe that's why. Maybe mm. I didn't look up. Maybe, um, what's his name? Not the guy who did, uh, like... Robert Rodriguez? Yeah, Robert Rodriguez. Maybe he was involved with this somehow, and so that kind of They are connection. buddies. So... That's probably why. Um, yeah, but we get a little bit of a bully thing, and I loved the scene because they get in a fight. The bullies and Michael get in a fight, <laughs> and then Michael <laughs> telling the principal to <laughs> F himself was incredible. He's like, excuse me. <laughs> and by the way, the principal really looks like Palpatine. Did you guys catch yeah, that? Like, He does. That a is, lot. He looked exactly like him from Eerily Palpatine. He's powdered. I, I wrote this down later in my notes, but this is a good time to bring this up. Do you think the kid who plays Michael Myers is a good actor? Because I kept going back and forth. Like, that bathroom scene where he's yelling at the principal was hilarious. But later, he does a good job of acting like a crazy kid. So, like, do you guys... Okay, so I think he's fine. I think some of the angles or shots make him look bad. Mm. Like, the one where it has him fighting after he stabs the nurse and it's like freeze framed on him i was like okay that's a little a little much yeah and that's not his fault right i think he was fine especially when you're wearing a mask over half the time you're acting so like how much are you really acting i think he's got the sound effects down too when he when he's killing somebody he's 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 like pretty pretty realistic i guess i've never been around a little kid that's killing people but yeah (laughs) i thought you're gonna be like when i'm personally killing people i know i make weird noises (laughs) yeah i grunt and stuff they just get the extra oomph in there yeah very relatable i related the most to uh that character (laughs) yeah i mean if you ever tried to bash a skull and then not go (laughs) it's really hard it's like ask a tennis player (laughs) yeah it takes two or three (laughs) swings as opposed to the one (laughs) swing swing away He's quoting signs. <laughs> <laughs> and I couldn't remember the character's name. Uh, Still can't. So after the fight, and he tells the principal off, we get taken to the principal's office, and the mom comes in. Every five minutes. And yeah, I can't come down here every five minutes. I The, the level of calm the principal is while talking to the mom, being like, hey, we found this in the locker. It's a dead cat. And the mom's response is big deal so he found a dead cat what there's a dead cat in your son's locker like that's a huge red flag not even from like a serial killer standpoint a health violation like that's just gross and then they show him the pictures of animals that he's tortured and killed which basically makes you think oh so he killed the cat mom's still super calm 
they bring in this is our first introduction to dr loomis as well who i wrote down cool guy loomis because he's got like the slick back hair and yeah. he's like coming in sunglasses like leather jack he's like oh hey i'm the young buck psychiatrist even though he looks like he's 65 yeah <laughs> yeah he's a cool 50 yeah he's a yeah and uh basically tells the mom that he's probably a psychopath but they let michael like they don't I feel like at that point, you immediately take him in to get a psych evaluation. Like, if you find a dead cat in photos of tortured animals, that's not a, well, we'll leave him outside. So this is the, like, there are a lot of weird parts of this movie, and this is one of them, how he just gets away and he has his little cheery run down the hall. Oh, I love and the cheery run down the hall because the Halloween music kicks yeah, in for the, the first, first time. time you hear it. Yeah, yeah. it's just... It's almost Ferris Bueller-esque. He's like, I'm cutting class. Exactly. <laughs> but well, he's not. Creepy music it's the end of class. Instead of twist and shout, it's the <laughs> Halloween music. But, like the timing. <laughs> <laughs> the timing just seems weird though, right? No, yeah. Like, was it wasn't in the middle of the day and now he's been in the principal's office and now school's out. And right. And, and we're, we're, I'm going to jump ahead a little bit and come back. But when we see him later, like after he'd run off and they're back at the house, the mom doesn't even bring up the fact that he, he ran away. Missing. Right. That's so weird. Man, it's like parents try to normalize the weird shit that their kids do. They're like, your kid doesn't do this stuff? Yeah, totally I mean, on, on Halloween, anything goes. I, I guess. Like Live it up. Live yeah. it up. Tomorrow, things are going to change. But before this happens, <laughs> to yeah. go back to his runaway, yeah, it, is important, it is important to bring up that the first kill of the movie is Spy Kid because Michael waits it's in the woods for him. brutal. And did you guys feel bad for him at this point? Because, I mean, he is a complete... I, I wanted I mean, he's just spitting that random dude's beanie, too. Oh, yeah, he's, he's like, hey, you want this? I also want to point out, he didn't like ho- he didn't hawk a loogie or anything. Not just he just spit. a quick spit. Yeah. So he's not a real mean guy, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> he's like pleading for mercy at this point. And I felt like the spy, his spy kid training would have kicked in. I was waiting for his sister to show up yeah, and be like, exactly. the, the spy kids need us. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. Well, Carmen. The sister was Carmen, I know, right? but I'm not quick enough to know that I, like the other movie she was in. I was going to say she was in that movie at the time. She was busy oh. doing other things. I don't, I don't. Was she in other stuff? Yes. Yes, oh, she I is. Based on wait, was she a bully? I hope no. so. But yeah, She's so Michael's waiting in the woods for him though. Hits him in the legs, then beats beats him to death with a stick. He has blood coming out of spots that I didn't think he was hidden at first. And that yeah, stuff that's is pretty like brutal. dark. Like his blood is black, so the dude might be evil. He might be, have been a monster among yeah. us. Mm-hmm. And then Michael is just returning him. Maybe. Like this one is defective. <laughs> this one this one's defective. Take him back. Yeah, but you're Go right, Michael. Peter though. That is a brutal beatdown. And it's the first death of the movie, so and, it and kicks it off. Some of the stuff that I was thinking about, like, in movies in general, so Rob Zombie likes going extreme. Like, this is violence from a kid on a kid. And, you know, like, that's you don't see that a lot. And when you do, it's not that graphic. Yeah, it's usually this more tamed. Off, yeah, even Piggy died kind of off screen. Kind of, yeah. It was more like a quick cut. Yeah. The rock hits him. And, but oh, this is not Piggy. quick. It's awful. And his, like, eyes and stuff. Like, oh, uh, yeah. And they, they do a good job of it. <laughs> this is a weird compliment of the <laughs> right, blood right. splatter and stuff. They, they do a good job that's, with that. So that's like a a Rob Zombie thing you can say. Like, he's really good at the gross 
stuff. The, it's like the whole when a play wasn't good. The set was right, really right, nice. right. His, his <laughs> the his costumes were effects. The costumes were period accurate. The sets were well made. <laughs> but what did you think of the play? Like I said, the set. I mean, did you get way, a look? Well done, <laughs> handmade. <laughs> so. Like I said, though, they just cut to the house and no one cares that Michael ran away from the principal's office. And Maybe the he moms... made, like, so honestly, we don't know, right? Maybe he ran back to school. Maybe he did run away. I mean, we don't. There's some There's some holes. time jumps that happen in this movie that I feel like One they intended. One of them intended... is actually coming up. I, yeah, I feel like they intended to fill in the blanks on some of it, but they just never did. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we get the whole, the mom says, you know, tomorrow things are going to change, so you better live it up tonight. Well, Way to go, mom. The, yeah, you just told uh, your psychopath son. Gave him the green light. This is after Ron was calling him a faggot. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. We have yeah. to get that in because that's just so why. Why yeah. are you picking on a little kid? Ron's all about calling, because earlier in the breakfast scene, too, he's all about dropping that F-bomb he's on He's going to be a little faggot. Yeah. that It's <laughs> awful. This movie was a hard R. I know we've talked about other movie, horror <laughs> movies about, you know, if it's PG-13 or not. This movie is a hard R. Oh, Rob Zombie, <laughs> like, does not hold back at all like every other word is the f word like i was trying to think of you know a quotable rob zombie line that doesn't involve swearing and i can't think of one and i think if you just like swore in a slightly caricature-esque way you'd be like is that from a rob zombie movie i was trying <laughs> to think of a ron line that didn't have a, a cuss word in it and i couldn't think of who one. ron oh, oh yeah ronnie no. yeah yeah no nah. or some <laughs> I, I prefer sexual <laughs> sorry illusion <laughs> I, I he prefers Ronnie. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> works real hard. It's Ronnie to you. <laughs> Don't make him crawl over there. <laughs> <laughs> and s- yeah, teach your skull a thing or two. Uh, he he calls him cat killer. He didn't curse when he calls him cat killer. I guess. <laughs> think you're think you're a real man. I wish they had started the movie with a Ronnie quote instead of a, <laughs> a, a Dr. Lewis. Yeah, like, your kid's a faggot. <laughs> Ronnie. They just said, Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> that would be awful, but... Oh, man. Cut to kitchen. Cut to <laughs> kitchen. <laughs> and Ronnie. And Ronnie. Ronnie. Is it safe to say Ronnie's the un, unspoken hero of this movie? I was going to say unsung. <laughs> unsung <laughs> yeah. hero. He <laughs> tried to stop really. Michael. He tried to put no. him in his place. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> trying to like, give the boy discipline. <laughs> <laughs> you know, strong father who figure. Who knows what happened in Ronnie's life? <laughs> but it's a shame. Like, he shouldn't have taken out on them kids. <laughs> So well, let me ask you guys this: would, would it be better if Michael had grown up and become a Ronnie figure, or is it better? Of- I mean, he grew up to actually murder people, <laughs> yeah. so probably, uh, probably, he can murder murder self esteem. That's okay as next to a person. I don't right? know sticks and stones, but you know words will always hurt me. Yeah, well, you know sticks and stones break your bones, knives kill you. True, as do gun. You know, like. Well, if you're Michael Myers, nothing kills you. And his hands. His <laughs> hands kill. To get us back on track, <laughs> the mom the mom did tell Michael to live it up. So I take that as the sign of mom was giving him the go-ahead. Yeah. Gave him the green light. So the Got sister's supposed fight. to take him trick-or-treating. So this is when we get actually to the... Where it starts being like the first one. Like the first one. It's the first time it's like and the first one because this is around where the original one opens. Yeah. 
I guess in the original, we don't know it's Michael at the time because of the way the POV works. Well, you get a short POV. Yeah, you get a short POV, but so you, you don't really a small know. Person. Yeah. You Isn't the, the sister a little too old to be trick-or-treating, too? Well, well she's she, not trick-or-treating. She, wasn't she was going to take him. Yeah. Well, like, she like invited the boyfriend, and they were going to go. No, they weren't. No, you definitely misread that scene. Yeah. Did I write, watch the right movie? I <laughs> think you watched the wrong Mama's movie. Mama's going to work. <laughs> boyfriend <laughs> comes over. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sister's supposed to take him trick-or-treating. Says no to go by himself, and then she tells him he's too old anyway. Mm. And then they go upstairs to have some, you know, yeah, they, some teen goofing around. They want to goof around with the mask on. What does that mean? They had they had the sexual intercourse. Did you goof around like that? No, I went trick or treating. <laughs> <laughs> Same. <laughs> we know John didn't. I, I, I did not. John didn't I, I did not tree. goof around either. <laughs> <laughs> I I actually love this next scene in a that it's awful. And that's why I love it, because the sister and the boyfriend go upstairs. Michael's like, I guess I'll go trick-or-treating by myself. And we are given a sad Michael slash stripper montage. Very weird necessary juxtaposition. (laughs) Oh, yeah. We get to watch uh, Rob Zombie's wife. It's total. That's the only reason why this scene is there for sure. We Yeah. We understand right now that she is a stripper. We don't need to see a weird montage cut where her son is sitting by himself. Just being like, oh, life's awful. <laughs> like, oh, uh, it's just so weird. That's what I'm made it two hours long. And I it, know. Did, it didn't need to be. So long. But Michael goes back into the house, starts eating some of his candy or whatever, and I guess he just like... He's like, these candy corn suck. I you guys he, like candy corn? By nobody <laughs> likes candy corn. And so if you like candy corn, you're a psychopath. That's why I, Michael was eating the candy corn. That's another serial killer che- Dude, checklist. I noticed that his... Nails were filthy. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I did. I was like, "Whoa!" Peter like freeze framed. He's like, "Oh my god!" Look at those cuticles, <laughs> so unkept. This is kind of a Which... weird transition though, because Michael's <laughs> Michael's eating the candy, and then he kind of just like, "All right, I guess I'll just start killing everybody in the house." Yeah, now. he's like, "I've had enough candy, he's candy." Like, oh. He's like, <laughs> "Kill." They start with the same, right? He's. I'm saying he's kind of dumb. He kind of walked into the living room. He's like, oh, damn it. I missed the Twilight Zone. I guess I'll just kill everybody in the house. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, the Michael shirt and on his Halloween costume looked like a Game of Thrones family like crest. crest of the clown? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> house <really> clown. Did. <laughs> Look it up. He was wearing a house, house clown Myers, shirt. The clown. <laughs> Who's laughing now <laughs> i think we Not just Ronnie. invented i think we just invented a game of thrones house that's pretty fun <laughs> i support house myers but uh it's he goes after ronnie first right he gr- gets duct tape duct tapes ronnie to okay the that chair. boy was out cold <laughs> oh yeah ronnie was he real taped drunk the shit out of him <laughs> <laughs> his mouth his forehead his entire body his arms his legs <laughs> I honestly don't think that was one roll of duct tape. That's like that's gotta be two or three. I just love the cut because it was if it is a comedic movie, like the cut is funny because he's like approaching the chair with the duct tape and then it just cuts and it's completely covered. Yeah, (laughs) like if any other movie, it's one of those things of like, oh hey, John fell asleep. Let's you know what I mean, and then he just duct taped to the ceiling. Like that's the quick cut. But I, I like, this is laugh. brutal to me just because of my neck thing of, you know, when Ronnie wakes up and Michael's standing there in the clown mask and just slits I his throat with a kitchen knife. I can't wait until you trust knife. someone enough to let them touch you. 
Uh, it's gonna be a while. <laughs> but the throat, the I throat. Did. Yeah, that that was he pretty didn't even brutal. Wake him up first. No, well, Ronnie wakes up though, and then oh no, you're no. right. He cuts his throat and wakes up to that. Yeah, that's a harsh wake up. <laughs> He's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, in my dream, I was walking. <laughs> <laughs> the only place they can escape this hell is in my dreams. Oh man! And then Ronnie. yeah, that's goodbye, Ronnie. The hero of the movie died. And it looks like a just like a curtain of blood yeah, coming out gross. his throat. But then I don't know where Michael walks to, but the boyfriend comes downstairs. Um, oh wait, I'm I'm jumping ahead a little bit because this is the when we're introduced to the Halloween mask. Yeah, the mask, oh, the right. classic mask. And this actually made me mad. I do not like how this is just thrown in because it seems too on the nose. And it also doesn't make any sense. They're, you know, the boyfriend and the sister are making out. And then he's like, close your eyes. I got a surprise for you. And puts on that mask. It's like, I want to do it with the mask on. What? So, so that part for me isn't. You're, so you were into that. No, I agree with you with the mask being poorly done. And the reason I think it's poorly done is Michael already had a mask why is he going to change all of a sudden? Why is he changing the mask? Especially for well, one that's too big for him. Well, and yeah. he I didn't even know the foreplay that was going on with the boyfriend. Like he yeah. didn't know that was part of the game. He was murdering our hero. Yeah. He was murdering the hero <laughs> of this movie. And, but I just, cause this, you know, so the boyfriend comes down after, cause he's hungry. Cause he's hungry. Poise, he's eaten the poor family's food. The sisters listening to don't fear the reaper, by the way, which comes up again. Classic. And, uh, the boyfriend <laughs> gets just, Oh, just beaten to death with a aluminum baseball bat. That was pretty brutal. Ah. That was a little. Ah. But yeah, he's still wearing the clown mask. And then he transitions from the boyfriend. He goes upstairs. We get some creepy brother touching sister leg scene. I didn't really. I wasn't really into that. And uh, then we get the classic Michael killing his sister. Okay, and so this is also a time jump. At least it seemed to me. So he stabs her in the stomach, and then we cut to the hallway. And she's bleeding from a lot of places. And then right. her little nightie is cut. And Oh, and I get, yeah. Like, and so this is my question. Since we know it was like two movies kind of, you know, bastardized into one. I guess we weren't watching the director's cut. Is Do you think that that was just like a, we're supposed to assume stuff had gone on? I or was that so. just like a continuity uh, thing? It. And well. Going back to the mask thing, I hated that he put the mask on, that he put on the Michael Myers, like the classic Halloween mask on for that one scene, because then later he has the clown mask on. And in the original opening, it's just the clown mask. And it's the, you know, the end of the opening in the original is the mom walking up and being like, Michael, and throwing the mask off. And then you see it's a little boy Mm -hmm. and it's this big shock. Yeah. And so like the clown mask does its purpose there's no need to incorporate another mask into this besides being like beating the audience over the head of like you get it he's gonna turn into the serial killer with the white mask yeah he's like it's called halloween for a reason rob zombie's just in the theater with a megaphone do you get it yet (laughs) this is michael myers i don't think you're getting it (laughs) he grows up it's not my wife that's stripping (laughs) that's my gorgeous wife (laughs) You get him, Sherry. <laughs> you get him, Sherry. Yeah, fuck you, Ron. <laughs> <laughs> so you wrote this guy. <laughs> it's like, Rob, what are you even doing here? <laughs> but yeah, so the sister gets stabbed. And then uh, the mom comes home from work and sees Michael holding the baby. Oh, which I guess we forgot to mention. Boo. That Boo is the baby sister of Michael that's 
kind of seen a couple times. But then, so Michael's sitting on the front porch holding the baby, covered in blood. Right, and the the blood thing, the sisters and the mom both don't, don't notice, notice the, the blood. blood. They're both like, Michael, what are you doing? Michael, what are yeah, you doing? Why are he's you covered in, in blood, and it's they like, don't yeah. question it. Yeah, they're they're maybe that's a you know a sign of how dysfunctional that family was. Yeah, they just don't notice. It, well, it might not have been the first time he's had some blood <laughs> he's on just him. Covered him. That's a that's bad. <laughs> I mean, the house situation was bad. I do laugh that the the baby's name is Boo. Like, how do you think they spell it? Like, do you think it's B double O? Well, no, I think it's his nickname. No, I think that's the name of the... You no. never hear, hear it be called anything else but She boo. never calls the baby by its name. Yeah, but why... I don't know. That's just Kids weird. have nicknames for their little siblings. Yeah, but the, I, I feel mean, like the you, mom you calls her... because you didn't have any, but like... I think like, <laughs> like Boo Radley. It's a name. Yeah, it can be a name. All I right, just Harper Lee, but like, no. <laughs> boo, Michael Myers is a psychopath, right? Like, he's... Yeah. All this stuff. They just, hey, boo. Uh, we're, so we're getting ready to transition to the asylum, but my last two kind of comments about okay. this opening. I was, like I like the freeze. Oh, the when freeze the frame into the... the and it goes into the cop. I actually really like that. Yeah, that they're all frozen and then Michael slowly turns. I really like that. Yeah, that was cool. I uh, I do want to point out, though, when the mom comes home, I had the realization cause she's in a nice car. Like that's a, I mean, I know it's the 70s, so muscle cars were cheaper, but that's still pretty nice for how broke they're supposed to be. And that's a big house. She and then we <laughs> find out at the end of the movie, there's a pool in the backyard. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> they it's were, probably she was doing pretty well as a stripper. Probably Ronnie's money. Is you think it was Ronnie's money? Maybe. You think hey. that was Ronnie's house? Maybe it could again, and they were living in the movie. Yeah, yeah. Really, he's a real we're on Ronnie's side. But like his mom (laughs) was asking her the same question that his sister was, and that didn't end up too well for his Mm -hmm. sis. Yeah. Although I guess he she hit him in the face, which is just I don't. You don't do that that to Mike. Yeah, you don't do that in general, let alone to a psychopath. Yeah, especially covered in blood. But yeah, so we get the freeze frame of the police arresting Michael, which is cool, and then we get a quick news exposition which makes sense to me because how it's used quick enough to where it doesn't bug me uh i know we've talked about in the past that movies. yeah i feel well, like every movie we've watched has had a lot of news but right but this is the, the only difference time is this has an 11 month jump and that news bit catches us up so, to what happened in those right. 11 months yeah right. i don't i don't think as it's opposed a bad thing. to just... forcing plot development exactly mm-hmm. and uh we learned that i did laugh that they compared the murders and called them manson-esque be- yeah, it's just like, oh, I get it. You know, it's the seventies. Yeah, it's we're talking about that. And, and then we learn he's getting taken to a mental facility instead of jail because obviously he is cuckoo for cocoa puffs. Uh, but <sighs> yeah, <laughs> so uh, good. I call these. I labeled this next like transition of just you know Michael interrupted. <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> this is just Michael spending some time in a psych ward. We get a few interviews with uh, Loomis, who like we were talking about is just he seems. Caring to an extent, but not no re- all the way there. No rapport, and they have the same haircut. Did you guys notice that? Yes, I Michael did. and Loomis. I, I like that the, was funny. Why do you talk funny? Yeah, <laughs> it's like, well, I'm from another country, dumbass. <laughs> huh. Um, he's like, what? What about the night? You know, do you remember Halloween, the night of? And he's, you mean like what I was wearing for my costume? And you're like, what candy I got? I do like how Loomis tries to play like the high ground with him in one of the interviews where he's like, he shows him the mask and he's like, why'd you pick black? And he's like, it's my favorite color. He's like, well, you know, black isn't really a color. Yeah. And like, I okay, am very Dr. smart. Loomis. 
Yeah. And then stick he it, admits that stick it up here. it's not important. So I'm like, why, why, Rob, did we even have that? Yeah. I do like, I was hoping for more from those interview scenes because they start out with a good transition of every interview, Michael's slowly losing it. But then it goes from one interview where you're starting to see that he's not doing very well to a quick cut of Michael just screaming. She'd be like, I gotta get out of here. This is the worst part. Like, it's a good scene, but it happens so quickly. Yeah. Well, I think it shows how rushed they made that part of the quote unquote prequel. Right. This is where it, this is where I think it starts to show that they weren't, they were making. More two than movies. a prequel, yeah. yeah. But they were making the two movies. This is where you really start to see it. And uh, all the while, the mom's coming to visit. And that's really sad, actually. <laughs> well, and Danny, Treya's uh, introduction. He's just, like, cleaning the floor. And then he's like, I'm going to look in that room. Hey, man. What's <laughs> up? Hey, Mikey. Is you know, it, gotta be a, don't be afraid of the walls, <laughs> he man. Just he has some sweet sideburns there. <laughs> yes, sweet he does. Sideburns. You got to stay in your head. I love, I love Danny Trejo. That's, that's what they can't get you. Yeah, inside your head. Yeah, there are no <laughs> walls in your head, man. <laughs> it's All almost right. like he had a past. Like he did. A, it's Machete. He's Uncle Machete and Spy Kids. Have you seen Machete <laughs> by Robert Rodriguez? Because <laughs> that movie's incredible. And if those, if if he was named Machete in Machete, because he was that character in Spy Kids, that's amazing continuity. Yeah, amazing. And continuity. so now he's a janitor. Janitor. What's um, the Spy Kids connection? I don't understand. His name that. is Uncle Machete. Like no, no. I understand. Oh no, that. it's I'm the same director, Robert Rodriguez. Robert Rodriguez. No, Rob's movies. Okay, I'll I'll stop. <laughs> <laughs> we lost you. We lost you. It's okay. So we get it. <laughs> the director, Rob Zombie, of the director of this movie, is mm-hmm. friends with the director of Spy Kids. Okay, that was my question. Okay, and so since they are in the same circle, it makes sense that they're like acting troupe that acts Got in it. a lot of movies. Yeah, there's know, kind of a line. Over. It's kind of like Rob Zombie to Rodriguez to Tarantino because you have Tarantino and Rodriguez and, um, do things. Who, why am I spacing on his name? He did Eli, Cannibal Hall. Eli Roth. Eli Roth. Yeah, and Eli Roth. They're all kind of friends. But after... It's a weird dinner table. Very weird dinner, dinner table. After a while though, yeah, like I said, Michael starts losing his mind. And going crazy, and uh, I feel so bad for his mom. Yeah, the mom, because the mom keeps coming, and it's just that sad thing of the mom's really trying to make it better, but Michael's just not okay. And um, at one point, Michael just stops talking, and we learn from Doctor Loomis, who's talking to the mom, that Michael hasn't spoken in it's like uh, fifteen weeks or something like that. No, it's like that many days. Oh, fifteen days. Yeah, it was fifteen days, and. Um, and they're recommending shock treatment, but while they've left Michael alone with a nurse, the stupidest nurse of all time. Yeah, Michael, the nurse turns her back to it to read the paper. Yeah, it was a good. It was a good paper, though. You know, it was <laughs> important facts, <laughs> lots to learn. The Manson murders. Maybe yeah. no, the Manson murders already happened. There was a huge headline which I just I couldn't see because I was stopped by her stupidity, and it was yeah. massive. And uh, we get another neck trauma that i was super excited about with a fork Ooh. a metal Slope. fork you're Slow-mo? going to give metal forks to psychopaths that's what i thought too it's give that kid happens. a spork okay? exactly plastic a spork, plastic spork. <laughs> this guy gets it <laughs> i know how to lock up psychopaths or, or one of those all in one with salt and pepper and a napkin yeah too. like kfc yeah <laughs> but like if you're leaving take the utensils yeah it's just like it's so preventable right so preventable. but so that's kind of like the final straw though and uh, the mom, very distraught over the situation, goes home, watches some home videos. Mrs. Ronnie, 
You know, I think it's. I think she really misses Ronnie. It's not as much Michael being a crazy. Yeah, person. you know, Ron was the glue that held that family <laughs> together. <laughs> but yeah, so the mom's watching home videos, and then she eats a bullet. But she, it's like, what about your other yeah, child? She has a baby that she has to take care of, and, and she, you know, it's not explained what happens to the baby, how that baby gets found. Like you no, know, it how does that, later. It does. Yeah, did you not catch that? And that cop car. Yeah, the sheriff it. explains it to Loomis later. Oh, jeez. Oh, <laughs> you didn't pay attention. <laughs> well, I was. I just. It's hard to pay attention sometimes. In right. That. So, but so the mom Wait, offs tell himself. Tell me about Rick, though. Like, how do we? How do we? Oh, it's the, the sheriff responds to the call, and uh, of a neighbor that they are. No, no, no. It, yeah. Well, it's the whole. Yeah, like a suicide. Okay. So the sheriff gets there. He wasn't a sheriff at the time, I'm assuming, and is, is finds this, is the this mom. Warm tongue. Yeah, this is the warm tongue actor. Uh, finds the mom and sees the baby and he tells Loomis that he didn't want the baby to have to grow up with the stigma of being a Myers child. Okay, yes. And so he took the baby, left her the baby out of the report and just dropped it off at the hospital and then his friends adopted it and he, and he was notified. So he went and told Lori's parents the situation but they like all kept it a secret. It's almost like Friday the 13th, not Friday the 13th, um, Nightmare on Elm Street-esque where they like all keep it a secret. But going back to the asylum, uh, Michael completely shuts down. And uh, we is this where we do the time jump? Where yes. it's like 11 years? Yes. 15 I think years. it's 15, oh, it's 15 yeah. years. It's, used yeah, a lot, it's 11 months, then 15 years. And then we have Danny Trejo's very bad math when he's like, I've been watching Mikey for almost 20 years. <laughs> like, yeah. dude, you're still four off. And his sideburns are now gone. So yeah. Right. Less likable. Less <laughs> right. able to forgive him. Well, uh, Danny Trejo... Trejo also says the he says the words that give you the kiss of death. He says, "When I retire in, in three, three months, months. Like, you don't." <laughs> as soon as he said it, I was like, "Great, Danny Trejo's dead." <laughs> don't that let us know. That sucks because <laughs> he was so, awesome. And so we were talking about how Loomis didn't really have a relationship or any chemistry with Michael Myers. Danny, whatever his name is, Danny uh, Trejo. Sorry, yes, definitely did. He oh called yeah, him Mikey. Yeah, they they, they hung talked. out. They definitely you know were friends. I say, and, friend, I mean, he was Mikey was talked to, but this and, is this is when we talked at this is when we first see grown up Michael, and they cast the biggest dude. It says he's six nine, but I guess the rest of the actors are super small because that dude looked nine yeah. feet tall. Or they like you know did the weird yeah, the whatever perspective. perspective stuff. I was immediately like, why didn't they cast this dude as the mountain in Game of Thrones? Because this dude is ridiculous. And I'm trying to see. Where he got those jeans to be so big? I mean, Sherry from the abyss. What is it, Sherry? Uh, Sherry Moon Zombie's pretty tall. We don't know but the dad. I want to know. Yeah, she must have made it with Satan. What? What <laughs> they're feeding patients in that hospital? Yeah, hatred. To get him massive hatred. Just feeding on hatred. But yeah, so they take him Malice. to Doctor Loomis, and Loomis says, "You know, you haven't spoken no, in fifteen the, years." The Jack, the dude, the new dude, who's a jerk. Oh yeah, who's <laughs> come on, faggot. Yeah, queer or whatever. Ronnie, like, Ronnie reborn. Even even after <laughs> he sees him stand up, even after that, he's a jerk. Thinking, yeah, the trying dude to can break you. The what the heck? Yeah, I don't understand. That is, is is that the brother from Devil's Rejects? No, no, no. Okay. He's one of the cops later. I didn't know if, if they were the same. I guess no, it was no. a janitor. Like you're, you're not a cop and a janitor guy. Come on. Come on. Come on. Even though both of them were moving 
Michael. Yeah. Yeah, and speaking of the cops, the ones that are about moving Michael that night, I I like the little character development they had like right before they were all slaughtered. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Give them a little bit of a character. (laughs) Well, I think it was solely because that every one of those officers is in Devil's Rejects and House of a Thousand Corpses, another the other two Rob Zombie movies. Yeah, and Um, the cemetery owner and Joe Grizzle in the uh the truck stop. Yeah, the oh truck yeah, stop, he's in it. Like, <laughs> like Joe Grizzle. Like he has he has like eight people. <laughs> I that think are he was the real hero. Of the movie. Yeah, Joe Grizzly. It's Joe Grizzly. It's <laughs> a Grizzle. failure to communicate. <laughs> but <laughs> we're getting ahead of ourselves. Yeah, we are. Because it's we, this is where we learn though. Loomis tells him he's no longer going to be his doctor, and I think it's Rob Zombie. You. <laughs> it's me. But I think Rob Zombie tries to do this thing of when like what's continuing Michael down this path is people leaving. You know what I mean? Well, some of that is with the help of Michael. Well, some of it is with the help of Michael, but it happens a couple times where it's like they try to set it like things are happening that are progressing Michael down this road, but I don't think that works at all. It doesn't. It does not. So Loomis is leaving, and for some reason, which we're not explained, they're going to transfer Michael. I don't understand why. Um, But that's... I want to point out, because I wrote this down, the weird cut that I guess Dr. Loomis is on a speaking tour, so we now realize he's doing this for a book. But I pause it at that point because they're getting ready to do the transition of the movie, or of Michael, to the new facility where we are 40 minutes into this movie and we have not seen Lori, who is supposed to be the protagonist of the Halloween film. Mm-hmm. Like, that blows yeah, my no, mind. Yeah, and it's not for like another like 10, 15 until you see her. I know. And yeah, and so we get this awkward... Taking him down, transferring well, him or whatever. Because honestly, he, she isn't the main character of this movie. Well, that, I think that's one of the things that made me mad was, or not mad, which one of the things I didn't like about the second half of the movie is because it still kept it like it's Michael's movie, but at that point it shouldn't have been. Yeah, because Michael doesn't say a word after the first 30 minutes of the movie. Exactly. And you don't even see his face. That's yeah. why I think, I still think the prequel idea was good. Mm-hmm. They shouldn't have connected it to a remake. And no, I was, agree. That was very stupid of them. I love this transition scene. One, because the the physicality that Michael's able to do doesn't make sense. But also, I love it in movies when people are chained up and it's this whole like, aha, we've got them secured. But for some reason, the person's like, chains mean nothing to me. <laughs> and just like shatter them like they're glass. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, ah, ah, all right. I feel like that doesn't make sense. Why didn't you break out of here earlier? <laughs> Also, like, I didn't see the facilities he's been working out on for 15 years. Yeah, he was real small. Why is he the Hulk? Yeah, because he... he, The Abyss? He punches somebody in the face. And that kills him. That That, kills him. That kills this guy. He doesn't get back up. And then he, like, knocks one guy down. And then when the other security guard opens the door to help him, he he picks someone up. He doesn't knock him. He bashes his head into the window like 10 times. And the woman on the other side is like, oh, my God. (laughs) Okay, this is going to sound really harsh. But if you're that woman and you've got a shotgun and Michael Myers has just killed your friends and they're in a locker room, you don't open that door. You You do not help him any further. You take three steps backwards and you point the gun at the door and that's it. Yeah, and you just wait. Call for help. Call for help. But yeah, of course, she opens the door and tries to shoot him. And we kind of get that funny action movie thing where like the hero will grab like a bad guy (laughs) and put put him in front of him as a human shield. Oh, my gosh. And then he, Michael, straight up throat rips the, the female guard just... 
The Boosh. physics of that didn't really make sense. It hurt me on like a soul level. Yeah, a lot of neck. Yeah, a lot of neck. Yeah. A lot of neck. And it it got me. The throat one made me just like kind of put my hand on my neck. I was like, I don't I don't like this. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the big escape. We don't see... Oh, no, I guess at that point, Danny Trejo, this is where he comes back. Oh, poor and I, Danny. I found out that this was originally going to be cut and Rob Zombie had to like beg them to keep it in because they audiences did not respond well to the screen testing where it's yeah, Danny it's Trejo like him killing a nice guy. Because it's really sad, too, because the entire time, it's like he kind of is going with Danny Trejo. They do the whole, like, okay, I'm going to get you back to your room. Let me put these cuffs on you, Mikey. Like, it's going to be okay. <laughs> and then starts beating the shit out of him. And as he's, like, killing him in the sink, he keeps saying, like, popping nice up people, like, I was nice to you, Mikey. Like, I thought we were friends. But it's so sad. And three months from retirement, too. Three months from retirement. Yeah. But he, apparently what won the argument for Rob Zombie was he said, this was the scene where you realize Michael has no soul anymore. Yeah, where well, he was... The psychopath of from John Carpenter's original. Right, where he was then... He is not sympathetic. Yeah, he is no longer the little boy. Which mm. ruins why I like the starting point. Yeah. Because if we're getting the prequel to make him sympathetic, and then you put that in there to then say well, that he's not sympathetic... They also go back on it at the end of the movie, when he finally gets to Lori, because he doesn't kill Lori. He almost tries to be like, oh, hey, I'm your brother... And he could have said that instead yeah, of remaining silent. Well, if the boy hasn't talked for who knows how long, like yeah, but what but what I'm like? saying is like oh, he goes, they go oh, back oh, on it though because at that moment he's showing that he has yeah, a soul. There's definitely a case of identity crisis for Michael, and it's Rob Zombie's fault. Right. So, <laughs> so Danny Trejo is out the movie, and in a sad yeah, way. with a TV on his face. Yeah, he gets TV'd. That's. I'm glad uh, we didn't see that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think maybe that was the compromise. They were <laughs> like, "You can, you can kill him. We don't want to see it." <laughs> but yeah, that like all the deaths are really long. Yeah, like that's the, one of the those, reasons why this movie's two hours because we watch him drown. Like he's putting that whatever three times. Yeah, and it's just it's rough. Then we get to the truck stop though, because Michael's you know hoofing it. We see his dirty feet at one point. He's in it to this weird truck stop where they wash trucks, I guess, was the thing. But this is where we're introduced to the second hero of this movie who doesn't get his time in the limelight, Joe Grizzly. Boy just wants to take a load off in one way or another. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't tell. Like, <laughs> he said he was taking a shit. Yeah, he was trying but he to was get him a, out of the way. But he was what? He was reading a porno mag? Right. That seems he, like... We, uh, no? He right? was taking Conflict a, of interest. Yeah. yeah. No, he was taking a load off. But then he was saying he was taking a load off, if you know what I mean. So you don't believe his story of that he had a El Grande taco? That no, I think he was well trying to be nice and letting the guy not expect the stall. That's true, because you know Joe, Joe Grizzly cares about the everyman. He right. was trying to be nice, but Michael He's kept pushing very it. Very considerate. Yeah, yeah, what gets more sympathy? I'm trying to spank, or <laughs> I got a burrito coming out. <laughs> It's like, ah. ah Did you burrito. guys relate to Ronnie more or Joe Grizzly? <laughs> Well, see, uh, Peter, (laughs) both are detestable. (laughs) Peter, I might be overstepping my bounds here, but when when the the moment happens and Michael bursts open the door and Joe Grizzly stands up and he gives that line, "I'm Joe Grizzly, bitch," (laughs) I was like, "That's Peter Blankenship." I've seen that. I've seen that. (laughs) That's happened. Peter who? Joe Grizzly, it is. <laughs> Peter 
Joe Grizzly. Yeah, when people, you know, the the restrooms at restaurants that are only like one room, <laughs> yeah. and they like come in, and I guess I didn't lock the door right or whatever. He's <laughs> like, "I'm Peter Blankenship. You're gonna get out of here." <laughs> Pulls out a huge <laughs> knife. I'm Peter Blankenship, bitch. <laughs> like, this is Frothy Monkey. <laughs> <laughs> Sir, could you please calm down? This is a coffee shop. <laughs> Why do I, you have to scream? That's I, really your fault. Too, I do laugh at this scene because, <laughs> as much as I loved it, because Joe Grizzly's, you know, our second hero, um, it's pointless because the whole this is probably like a five six minute scene, and its sole purpose is to get Michael the the jumpsuit that he's like known for in the like. You couldn't have him just like but how steal does he that. Get it, Mark? He can just steal it. Like in yeah. the original, he breaks into a store and steals the mask off a shelf. He steals the jumpsuit from some guy. Like it was two seconds, and it got the point across. We can, but we then can Rob speed Zombie, this up, Rob Zombie. He wouldn't have had his friend in the movie. He wouldn't. Have, we wouldn't have had Joe Grizzly, and that is sad. Yeah, we would have just been stuck with one hero. Now we have two. Two sad heroes that have died before their time. I would call them martyrs, really. Yeah, they're martyrs. God, what was it? Like he was like, "Ooh, you won bad bitch," or something like. Oh man! I so from here we get a jump cut to the town, though we going back to Haddonfield, yeah, present day, present day, and we finally at minute fifty or something meet Lori Hill. <laughs> who looks Lori. like she's about 35 well, she is actually a teenager yeah she's the only one of the friends that's a teenager really? Lori, yeah. Lori Strode from Triple Dog <laughs> wait who is it? oh yeah the actress is Rat Girl from yeah, Triple Dog she's Rat Girl don't worry John we'll make you watch that at some point it's a classic so many of those people not really it's like three but yeah, it's like three. <laughs> they're in other movies <laughs> yeah Triple Dog's incredible <laughs> it was a career killer for some of those guys <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, we get a, a average morning in the household of uh Which of is Lori also Strode. Like inappropriate. Yeah, I've never made um jokes with my parents about a hardware store man molesting me, but <laughs> you know, to each their own. Yeah. Each family's got a weird sense of it, humor. No, but it was so weird. Like, cause it was as if Rob Zombie doesn't know what a normal family can look like. And so he's like, This is a normal family, right? They're dressed nice, nice house, but they're still kind of like sexual deviants, right? Uh, we kind of laugh at that. Yeah, everyone in America is a sexual deviant. Uh, you know, I just want to show that. Yeah, because of course the mom's like, "Oh, stop it!" But then the dad's like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> "Like that's kind of weird to get chummy with." Yeah, yeah dad acting a fool. Dad, <laughs> classic movie dad, <laughs> right? <laughs> but um, we see kind of the average morning, and then we get a quick cut of Michael going back to his house, like you know his where he was raised. I house, hated this, which is an abandoned building now. Which makes sense because who would want to move into that? But, well, but, that wouldn't happen in 15 years, that level, I don't think. Well, they would have just destroyed it, and then they would have built something else on top of it. But a really stupid part is why is yes, the knife yes, and the mask yes, under a yes, floorboard? In the basement. John, can you explain this to me? Ex- explain to me. I wish I could. Why those would be there. So he put them there. And then went and got Boo and sat on the front porch? I guess. But he also, like, it wasn't like, oh, he, you know, moved this trap door. He, like, had to rip up the floorboards, which means Michael knew how do some carpentry as a child to get those floorboards back down. Yeah. Ah, that was so stupid. I, it, was, it was so bad. Like, that was awful. Yeah, uh, but, yeah, this is, at this point in the movie, we get a lot of real quick cuts back and forth, and I don't really appreciate it. I think they should have just stuck with Lori. And you see Michael in the background, maybe. 
like like yeah, I said, which it should have been, followed which would have been a more faithful remake. Right. Because they kind of mess up the iconic shot from the yeah. original of where she sees Michael out the window. The teacher calls on her. This is in the original. The teacher calls on her and she looks away for a second and then looks back looks and back. he's gone. She look in this one there she's in the library with her friends, looks at the window and sees Michael and then just kind of ignores it. And then like a full conversation goes by and then she looks back and then she's like, Oh, he's gone. It's like, well, it's been five minutes since <laughs> you looked at the window. Yeah, I mean, wouldn't that be weird if he were still standing there? Yeah, it'd be weird if he was still standing there. <laughs> but not like he's not weird anyway. But. <laughs> yeah, this is also when we're introduced to the the friends. The her two friends, Annie and um what's the name of the other friend? Linda. Linda. Yeah, Linda. Um there's three of us. There's three of them. Who who do you think you are in this in this friend group? I think I'm Linda. I think I'm the slut cheerleader who dies. I think ah, this is a tough one. I think Peter's Lori because I think Peter's going to be the final girl. Huh. Yeah, I, I would agree. With you. I was going to say Annie. Yeah, and then, for yeah, I think wow. you're. I think you're Annie. Am I pretty? Mm. Am I pretty spot on about that? I, mean, I, guess I think I'll you're take pretty that. spot on. Yeah. Do you do you disagree? I mean, yeah. I'm. You're not going to see my tits. <laughs> you're you're going to see mine. And, and I would be I would, <laughs> when, yeah. when I'm dead. <laughs> I'm yeah, I'm definitely and my dead. dad is gonna see <laughs> <laughs> Oh my That well, is okay. an awkward scene later. Okay. <laughs> that was a dark joke. But yeah. <laughs> I, I definitely see myself as the rambunctious cheerleader. You know, that's just you know, inner spirit animal, I guess. But <laughs> this is another scene. You deviant. You deviant. This is another scene that kind of is a tamer version of the opening, but it's what we were talking about earlier, where why are these three girls the most foul mouth teenage girls Dude, I've ever seen? It's the zom- It just is Rob Zombie. I think that's what he thinks teenage girls no, are like. Yeah. The dude, and this is his... Not, I guess a problem. I don't know, but it's like a staple for all of his movies. Is every character talks like that, like every single one. Yeah. Oh, before I forget, though, I do think it's interesting. The actress who plays Annie, Daniel Harris, she's the little girl from Halloween four and five. Yeah. Oh, that blew my mind. Yeah, That's and cool. uh, they wanted her to be Lori, or someone wanted her. Oh, that'd be weird. Yeah, I know. Because she's supposed to be, in 4 and 5, I think she's supposed to be Lori's niece or daughter. But she was 30 mm-hmm. in this movie. Yeah. And the, the little little Tommy is uh, Sean. Is young Sean Spencer. Psych, yeah. I loved that. That made me really happy. Good for him. He's in that Santa Clara Diet Netflix show yeah. now. Or movie Which is show. funny. Check so, it out. He's doing well. Oily Font. Oliphant. How do you say his name? Tim Oliphant. Yeah, Oliphants. <laughs> right. So yeah, we're introduced to the friends, and we get the classic like we're kind of meeting the friends. They see Michael. They're so. But they're weird about it. And then we also see Loomis talking to police about we gotta find Michael. There's not mm-hmm. enough time left in this movie for us to care about literally anybody. Yeah. Right. I don't care Even about Lori. anybody. Completely agree. And I like Loomis's line here. They should have quoted this at the beginning. He says, you and the army of shirt tuckers know exactly where he's going. Oh, yeah. That's pretty funny. I, I love Loomis on the hunt. <laughs> I think he's not doing this from a place of responsibility in the sense that, like, I should carry this burden. I think he's doing this of, oh, my God, if Michael kills a bunch of people, I'm getting sued. <laughs> yeah. My I book sales s- are going to plummet. I'm going to get in so much trouble. <laughs> but, yeah, so... We find out from the friends, though, that their plan for tonight is Lori's going to babysit uh, Tommy, and then 
is going to babysit the kid that Annie is supposed to babysit so Annie can go for a romp with her boyfriend. Classic John. Mm-hmm. Classic John. Yeah, I can yeah how many boyfriends have you been romping with? You know, while you're supposed to be babysitting. Yeah, too, <laughs> too many to count. Too yeah. many to count. Yeah. So you got your own place now. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but so that seems to be the plan. And uh, so where do we go from there? It was literally they go back to their house and start setting up for the babysitting, right? And yeah, and I think we cut to Linda. Oh yeah, it's and Linda her, and her and the that's boyfriend. It. Yeah, it's Linda and her boyfriend going to the Myers house. No, that's well abandoned. that's after that's after Lori is with the guy, right? And like doing the mail. It's like ooh, ooh. Oh and yeah, that, yeah. Was, that was earlier. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah that was yeah, earlier. We but like, over that. I don't know what she was doing. Yeah, she was spo- she was supposed to be spooking Tommy because Tommy she, was she like, "Don't go in the house." Stuff in the house. Like, oh she no, leaves that stuff in there. Her dad was selling the house, and so. But what's in? It, it was a pointless scene. I yeah, it was very that, pointless. You're focusing exactly. on something past it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's just another thing that stretches this movie out way too long. But yeah, so it's Linda and her boyfriend, who I guess he's supposed to be. Is he supposed to be implied that he's like a college student or something? I don't know because he's like, ugly AF. Yeah, he. Yeah, I, but he has access to alcohol. I as Linda think I could do better. I'm just throwing that out there. But you know, whatever. I think you could too. And, and like a. <laughs> Like a dirty sleeping well, yeah, bag and the see, Michael as Myers you as Linda could do better, but does better want to do you? Ooh, that's a good question. I would have to think about that as Linda. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I'm just living my life as a weird cheerleader. Yeah, so. and you're listening to Don't Fear the Reaper, which is Again. the second time we've heard this <laughs> yeah, song. Yeah, the weird It was a big hit at the top. No, yeah, but <laughs> she wants to show Snatch or whatever <laughs> to get people to ignore the fact that they're doing the same dance. Yeah. You little <laughs> slut, Linda. But, <laughs> yeah, so we get a, a great little awkward teen sex scene. And uh, that's unnecessary, but Rob Zombie movie. So at least, no cowbell. At there. least this is like in the first movie. Oh, that's true. This is this is almost a shot for shot yeah. recreation. One of the, the only, only things shot for the shot. The only difference is instead of the boyfriend getting stabbed into like the refrigerator or whatever, it's just a wall. wall upstairs. But that's an I love that scene in the original and in this how it's Michael just picks him up and then pins him against the wall with the knife and does like the creepy stare. I'm just like the what? And he's, he's just watching. He's like, so that's how you die. It's like, okay. oh, that's interesting. And his mask fits him now. Yeah, he's. Um, I bet he's. I bet Michael's really excited about that. Yeah, yeah, you, you, I, you're locked away a for a feeling, long time. Yeah. You don't know if those. You know, it's like going back and finding your jeans. You're like, are they gonna fit right? Yeah, Ugh. people like grow into <laughs> their hands or their feet or their ears. Yeah. You know, this guy he grew into his mask. Yeah, he. Yeah. I bet. I bet that made his day. <laughs> but once the boyfriend's out he does they do the recreation of the classic thing from the yeah. original which is michael takes the guy's glasses and puts a ghost sheet over himself mm-hmm. but are you as linda gonna get confused oh. as to your scrawny boyfriend and this would, for a seven six foot nine. mammoth <laughs> yeah i would notice <laughs> if my boyfriend walked in and he was supposed to be like 511 maybe 150 and then he comes back into the room and he's seven feet, maybe <laughs> 275. Like Michael Myers is massive. Yeah. There's no confusing that. Like I mean, that sheet is going to hit his knees, you know? Like, <laughs> I just thought of it. It would like start, stop at his waist. Yeah. <laughs> That's actually a really funny Like Linda, it's dark, but it's not that dark. Yeah. And then I did have a sad thought of when I die as Linda and, you know, in those last scenes, because she gets choked out from behind. She still thinks it's her boyfriend. Mm. She dies thinking the boyfriend's she killing can, her. Because she's like, he's never touched me with that much force <laughs> in his life. <laughs> Those aren't are my boyfriend's hands. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, she said as much earlier, so. 
Yeah, but so the first friend and the boyfriend are gone now. What'd you do to this beer? <laughs> What'd you do to this bear? There's blood all over it. <laughs> oh, I, sorry. I guess I wouldn't notice blood either on my beer. You yeah. Know? You're, you're trying to get to that alcohol. Nobody notices blood in this yeah, movie. This yeah. town is filled with people that don't understand what blood looks like. Mm. <laughs> no one makes me bleed my own blood. <laughs> no one makes me bleed my own blood. Uh, But from there, we go to... I guess to Annie's house, right? Where she's with the boyfriend? Or does it come back to Lori with the kids watching the movie? We well, get a bunch Lori of... with the kid, and then it's Annie with the kid. You know we see Lori's parents at this point? Uh, what they're doing? You're right. Because they have a really funny couple's voicemail. You're right. <laughs> no, because that's, that's next because it's so quick cut. It's so hard to tell like where we're going. And Michael kind of teleports across the town a couple times. But it's the dad. A couple. <laughs> because it's like Lori leaves his or her parents' house to go start the babysitting thing. And Linda and them are dead. And it's they're sitting on the porch. And they make some like classic old couple joke of like, he's like, oh, you maybe want to fool around? It's like, we'll fool around after we talk about the vacation. And he's like, <laughs> and he's like oh, damn vacation. <laughs> and then Michael Myers out of nowhere, just <laughs> blink and you miss it, slashes this dude's throat. And like brings him inside. <laughs> Drags him inside. And then ugh, just the the murdering the mom's pretty sad. Ugh, it's kind of brutal. It is and in poor taste. It, it, was, it was done in poor taste. And I'm they show kidding. the picture of Lori. And I don't understand how, how the connection knows. is made. That needed to be... A Michael found a picture of her while he was in the inside. Well, how does he even end up at their house? Yeah. Well, yeah. That's well. I I think that's from when he was following them earlier in the movie when they were walking around in the town earlier in the day. I think so. But like, it's just it's not explained. It's not explained very well for a movie that's two hours long. The thought process of my Michael, little Mikey, not not explained. Right, but yeah. So the it's parents, me, Mikey. <laughs> so, but the parent. Oh gosh. <laughs> I don't know what you guys are doing right now. <laughs> oh, we were we were being murdered, man. Oh, be, oh, it's me, Mikey. Yeah, I was good to you. <laughs> that was just a terrible Danny Trejo impression. Is that what I'm getting at? I mean, who can do him? You just better did the than same impression I did. Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> I got what he was going for. <laughs> so, but Michael does show the picture of the mom to kind of, I guess he's trying to figure out where Lori is, but again, that wouldn't make sense if he's been stalking her the whole time. Right. So either way, the parents are dead now. I still can't get over how quickly he kills that dad. That's pretty, that's pretty. Is the most efficient. Yeah. Very efficient, Michael. Uh, then it's the slice uh, and drag. Then it's, <laughs> we, yeah, we get a lot of those quick cuts of just Lori still babysitting, you know, with the kids or whatever. And Comedic then humor. Yeah. You know, it's supposed to be like character development, I guess. But it's like you said earlier. At this point, I don't care about yeah, any of these. It's just kind of like let's get to the yeah the killing. Like, yeah, how <laughs> let's Yikes. let's start Yikes. killing people. But uh, Annie's walks the daughter or the girl she's supposed to be babysitting over. But I love before that when she's like telling her to get the jacket and it shows the little girl watching TV. Michael's just behind her. Why? I like to think that he was going to kill the little girl. And then he was like, oh, my gosh, I didn't know Twilight Zone was on. And he's just like <laughs> staring at it. He's like, oh, my God, I love this episode. And then he heard the, the Annie coming. He was like, oh, no. And he had to ninja his way well, out yeah, of there. It's, this is funny, too, because he like is at the front door, it looks like. Yeah. And then two seconds later, he's coming in from the hallway. 
Yeah, he teleports. I'm telling it's you, man. Amazing. Ninja training. Going back to what I was saying in The Strangers, man. Some of these serial killers, they are ninjas. And this guy's a six foot nine, just yeah. master. Get ninja. that man. Get that man on Ninja Warrior. He's he's yeah. reaching the top. We don't see his shoes. Like I still think he was in his flip flops. <laughs> we should. They just somebody should make a whole movie from a like a slasher point of view. There is. Oh, it was a French movie, and they remade it with Elijah Wood called Maniac. Elijah Wood yeah. is is he and, the killer? It, yeah, and it's through it's literally his point of view. Like when the camera looks into the mirror, you see Elijah Wood's face. So does he teleport? Does he do parkour? How does he? No, this it's he a just little more normal. Kills him. Yeah, mm. but yeah. you should check it out. It's pretty upsetting though. Going back to the movie we're supposed to be talking about, guys. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> where the teleportation is real. At this point, though, Loomis is also in town, and he's talking to police, and nobody believes Loomis. And I don't understand why nobody believes Loomis. Uh, it's not like he's lying about a yes. serial killer being loose. The sheriff should be like, yes. oh, that's a good point. We need to be on the lookout. It's not a, why would he come back here? I don't know, because it's his hometown. Who spent the last 16 years with him? Oh, my gosh, yeah. It's Who? Loomis. Loomis. The guy quoted at the beginning of the movie. Right. But so, yeah, Loomis has also bought a gun at this point. Another pointless scene. <laughs> it's so long. Another Although, pointless supposedly scene. Supposedly, it was the same gun shop that was in Dawn of the Dead. Yeah. And I think, like, the gun salesman was the drummer for the monkeys or something yeah. else. Yeah. Some weird like, okay. That's correct. Okay. But this is Grab also. you know, people. <laughs> this is where we get the, um, the kind of backstory of. Um, the ba- of the baby and how Lori's Michael's sister. And this is where we get, we were talking about the lame parent voicemail of the like, you've reached the Stroth residence. <laughs> Have a happy Halloween. I, that's the dream. I want to do that. You want to do with, that? With my future wife. <laughs> please, please don't do that. <laughs> You're better than that, John. You're better than that. I don't that. think I am. But from there, oh. we get another quick cut to like Lori babysitting and then back to Annie. It's a, this is where it's like the cuts make no sense at this point. They needed to follow one storyline. But Annie's, you know, getting a little physical with her boyfriend and um, they're having a really awkward conversation. Do you want to you fuck me? Yeah, it's like, I want to hear you say it. I'm like, uh, I don't want to, like, can we fast forward through this? Yeah. Like, <laughs> I oh, love, don't, don't rip this. This I, is expensive. That's pretty realistic, though. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I'd be concerned, you know, if it was a nice casual sweater. You would, Linda? You would? No, you're, but Linda, Linda, me, Linda, wouldn't be wearing that. Exactly. Me, Linda, would be wearing easy access. <laughs> Just rip away clothing. <laughs> I'm talking about John as Anna. Oh, would right. be wearing, a, he'd be dressed to the nine, but he'd be very concerned about his clothing. I have to wear this tomorrow. And then Peter's just babysitting because yeah. we talked Peter into babysitting. I don't babysitting. have a boyfriend. Yeah. But we did find out that one boy thinks you're hot. Yeah, but we didn't find out if I think boys are hot. That's true. Good point. Lori, Lori's, you know, we don't know her. We're not going to assume her sexuality. It was 2007. <laughs> but Annie, I love that Annie doesn't notice that Michael like sneaks up on her boyfriend I guess her eyes were closed while they're making out. Yeah, they out, were trying to make yeah. the thing because I, I too was like, okay, he's over his back, and they had her like head in his in a neck weird angle, or, yeah, like, and his hair was doing but whatever. Rips him off just right off the ground, yeah. like he weighs nothing. He's dead. <laughs> oh yeah. Does he? He just stabs him, right? I think yeah. he just stabs him, and then kind of chases Annie around. I have so much respect for Annie because you know what she did. She did what you're supposed to do. You run for the front door. 
It doesn't matter that Michael grabbed her and pulled her back in. She made the effort. Yeah. You get an A, mm-hmm. Annie. You get an A. Annie, are you okay? Annie, I was going to okay? make that Annie. joke, but I was <laughs> waiting for the right moment. No, you're not. But. Too slow. Too slow. <laughs> but also, Annie kind of puts up a fight. She, you know, she throws stuff at him, you know, gets the knife. She loses the fight. She's and jealous, I was super but confused she's okay. by this. <laughs> jealous, but she's okay. But she loses the fight. And this threw me off at first because I had forgotten this. But... I didn't understand why he didn't just kill her, but then I realized he was baiting Lori. But how did he know? Well, because, again, I think he was just stalking them. Like, when you see him throughout the town, I think he was just following them. Again, he knows too much, but I think the idea is he's stalking them, so he knows this. Doesn't make sense, but that's the logic I feel like it makes sense. Uh, So, you know, we assume that she's going to die, but she's not dead. Um... Lori brings the kid that she's watching that was she was supposed to be watching for Annie back over. Open the door. We get a Annie covered in blood, like crying and moaning. And she's in pain. And the boyfriend's hanging from the banister with a pumpkin on his head. <laughs> Michael's creative. <laughs> and at this pumpkin point, head. all Annie is saying is Lori's name. She's just saying, Lori, Lori. She doesn't give any warning that Michael is still in the house. I don't know. Crazy I, old Lori. Oh, yeah, because Michael's behind the door, and they don't notice. No Lori warning. Lori comes in. No warning. Lori comes in and like tries to help and then goes to call the police, which, again, you know, props. They you know, call the police. It's a very smart idea. I am so mad at Annie. I might downgrade her to a B- minus because she should have said, my, uh, like, he's still here, or Lori, run, something. Or just, yeah, if you're going to say one word, run. Yeah, don't make it I, Lori's name. I laughed so hard at this one scene though because the door michael kind of pushes the door closed and you you know you see he's behind the door and that's kind of a scary moment you're like ooh, he's still there then he steps over annie and pushes the boyfriend <laughs> and like watches it swing and he's kind of just like wow i did a good job yeah. <laughs> he's like that's you know Pat yourself on the back there, Michael. <laughs> this is my handiwork. You know, I, I thought the pumpkin would be too much, but it, it got it got the message right across. <laughs> he said, Michael, you dog. <laughs> like, oh, Michael Myers, you've done it again. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Because it's literally just like a push, and he just watches it. And it's like, Michael, you have more pressing yeah, matters. Yeah, don't you have <laughs> stuff you're trying to get done? Yeah. And then we get a quick little chase through the house. A plus for uh, Lori in the scene. She goes to a locked door that's made of glass. You know what you do in that situation? You break that bitch. Okay? <laughs> you don't go like, oh no, I gotta get out of here. Like, she just grabs the chair, throws it through, gets through the glass. That's what you gotta do. I'm s- I hate it in movies when people run into doors and they're like, it's locked. And, and it's clearly, also glass. It's glass. <laughs> break it. <laughs> but I can't replace that. So she gets chased back to her house. Uh, and runs in, locks the door. This is another sign of how tall Michael is because when he's looking through the glass above the door, you see like top of chest to head. That dude is so much bigger than the door. I also love that he's able to like body slam the door open. Like not even in like a horror perspective, but that's just pretty impressive. He just one throughs the door and we get the whole kind of like the original to chase upstairs but then this movie has to have two stupid cops. Golly, and mm. stupid is not appropriate enough. I just, like, horror movies just always feel like they need to have stupid cops, and I don't understand why. 
uh, they split up. You look down here. I'll look upstairs. And then when someone's barricaded in a room and they're like, he's still here. You don't go, well, I don't see anyone here. You go, okay, stay here. I'm going to go try to find him or something. You know, <laughs> I also laugh because when that cop dies and the partner comes upstairs, he shoots once at once? Michael. Once. Yeah. I'm sorry. If I'm a police officer and I just watch my partner. That exactly. Yeah. Especially in this day and age, right? Oh, That's like God. too much trigger control for that, the imminent situation that this is. No one's going to blame you. You just watched that guy kill your partner and he's coming at you with a knife and he's maybe like twice your size. You're yes. unloading on him. he's at the other end of the hall. Maybe the just safety was on. No, know. he it shoots wasn't. once. He shoots once at the when he's at the end of the hall and then he just like stares. Then he's like, mm. oh no. <laughs> he's like, what have I done? <laughs> it's me, Mikey. <laughs> <laughs> it's me, <the laughs> Trejo again. <laughs> Mikey, me, I, Mikey. I was good to you, Mikey. <laughs> I'm the cop, Mikey. <laughs> I'm back. <laughs> I decided I was better as a cop, Mikey. <laughs> Let me take you back. You gave me a second life, Mikey. <laughs> I forgive That's, you. Oh, man. Mikey. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so they get out of the bathroom and uh, after Michael's killed the cops and then Michael knocks Lori unconscious and kind of like carries her out of the okay, house we don't we didn't know that though he like grabs her and then we just oh yeah it just to cuts him to him her outside. Out of the house. it's like what happened well this is the first moment i remember watching this realizing like oh this is going to be completely different because it's set up to fake you out like it's the ending to the original where she's hiding in the closet or whatever and does the like hanger to the eye to like knock him out for a little bit but instead it's she takes him or he takes her hostage and we don't know what his plan is he takes her to the basement of you know his childhood home and you know there i am laying naked you know in front of a tombstone uh for his mom and i guess that's supposed to mean something beats me what it means but he's burying his mother but why would like and then shows the picture to Lori of know. like this is me as a child this is yeah. you as a child but he's not talking so she doesn't understand but he's like trying to have this nice moment like he takes off the mask and it's like what we were talking about it's this whole they go back on the idea that he's soulless and he's like he cares. he's like hey sister I haven't shaved in a while my hair's kind of long I killed Danny Trey <laughs> <laughs> Mikey <laughs> Hope you can forgive me. <laughs> In the back of his head, Ronnie's going, Fogger. I, 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 I want to ask you guys something, though. Do you think this was an editing mistake or they just in the script have her do this because she says like 12 times i want to help you but i don't understand i want to help you but i don't understand <laughs> and she's like looking for the knife and it the reason i say editing is because it does say it at different angles like it keeps cutting so i'm wondering if it was they did it once and then they through editing it makes it look like you said it 30 times <laughs> or if Rob Zombie was like, no, no, no. I want you to keep repeating this. Really get that message across that she just doesn't understand. So I, I, I think, think I do think part of that is she could probably tell. I mean, like, realistically, right? Like, dude is killing people you like, has taken you hostage, isn't saying a word. There's something off. And she was just trying to keep him distracted while she was going for the knife because that wasn't telegraphed. That was super um, telegraphed. I think 
by repeating that, you know, she didn't know what else to say. She's trying to solicit a response, if anything at all. But just trying to keep his eyes, like, concentrated on her face while she's like... Yeah, I, I do the same thing with my dog, so... I think that's exactly what she's. I doing. could also you think would, it's Annie. just Rob. I think it could be just Rob Zombie just bashing us over the head with what he's trying to get across. It's just Rob at the front of the theater with the megaphone. Do you get it, guys? She wants to help, <laughs> but she doesn't understand. <laughs> Is that how he sounds? Like a <laughs> no. I like to imagine that Rob Zombie just sounds like he does in his music, where he's just like. It's the bottom of the seventh. You're right. Lloyd doesn't know what to do. Laurie's on base. <laughs> Runners on first and second. <laughs> but after saying that 30 times, Laurie does stab her, stab him in the neck, sorry, stab him in the neck with and his own knife. And it's a long knife and it's to the hilt. Yeah, he's, he should be dead. This is our first moment of Michael Myers is for some reason superhuman. It's like, oh, it is the same Michael Myers from Halloween. And then she, yeah, she's running away. And breaks out of the basement or whatever and falls into a pool, which is the moment I realized the Myers had a pool. Ronnie was a hero. Gave them a roof over her head. Gave them a pool. Well, she also has the limp. Where did she get the limp from? She had the limp earlier when she when she got out of Annie's house. And I'm assuming it's supposed to be like maybe she cut herself on the glass or something. What? But she had the limp earlier. Where'd you get it? It's a horror movie. Women, women running from serial killers have to have a limp. But it's she didn't even code. have heels. That's yeah, true. It's usually the heels that get you. Of all the suspending of disbelief, disbelief. in this movie, I, I can I can bear that one. You can bear the pool or the limp. The limp. Okay, because yeah. the pool is <laughs> is just Ronnie being a hero. Right. I I, well, I believe that one too, Ronnie. <laughs> yeah. Ronnie. Well, you know that pool was not full. Well, <laughs> the house was abandoned. We don't know what the pool looked like. You know, fifteen, you know, twenty years ago. It's true. And had a deep end, so you know it was yeah. a little fancy. It was a nice. Mm. I bet there was a diving board. I bet the neighborhood kids just stole it, and Ronnie was real mad about it. You know what it was? <laughs> I bet Ronnie built that pool, and that's why he was injured. It was a pool building accident, and those ungrateful Myers he was installing the diving board, and he just <laughs> fell right in. Fell, <laughs> fell, or Mikey pushed him in. Ooh, wow. We're getting deep into this, Ronnie. You, ugh, Ronnie was just the victim. Pour one out for Ronnie. Pour one out for Ronnie. Joe. Joe Grizzly, um, Ronnie. I hope they're in heaven hanging out. Mr. Hey Mikey, what was his name? <laughs> oh, oh, Danny Trejo. <laughs> yeah, but what's his character's name? Sideburns? I don't know. <laughs> oh, I don't even know what his character's yeah. name was. The janitor? I don't know if he had a name. No, janitor he did. Well, Mikey never said his name if yeah. he had one. So. But yeah, so they're in the pool, and then this is when Loomis shows up, and we get like a fake save the day because Loomis puts a bullet in him, but... Three bullets. Oh, he puts oh, three. This, this is when Loomis is like, Mikey, remember me? Like, Mikey, trying to get him to it's stop. It's Dr. Loomis. Like, drawing their old friendship it's not that her fault. wasn't there. Yeah. Mikey. It's not her fault, Michael. Remember, I wrote that book. I will give you an autographed <laughs> copy, Michael. <laughs> I will give you credit, Michael. <laughs> Michael, we'll go on tour. It'll be great. Okay, okay, you get 30%. <laughs> well, let's say 25. <laughs> we I'll can just, negotiate uh, this, Michael. <laughs> Those I'll give you are something on the back end. <laughs> Oh, gosh. <laughs> but yeah, so Luma shoots him three times. Michael goes down. And we think it's over. And uh, they get in the cop car. Yeah. And what is Michael grabs him through the window. I love that, though. Go back to Michael. like Or not Michael, but uh, Doctor whatever. Loomis. Loomis. Leaving. He doesn't tell the <laughs> cop where he's going. He just pieces out. Yeah, he just bounces. Yeah, he's like, you go in there. Oh, yeah, because at this we skipped over when the sheriff and Dr. Loomis find Annie. 
and she's still alive. He's like, you go there. And I'm, I know where they're going. But we don't know where. And he's not telling the cops. It's okay. He's I mean, got a gun and, and a book walking, deal. And then we just find out that he stole a cop car? Yeah. I don't care where you're going. That's a felony, bro. Peter, when you're armed and have a book deal, laws don't matter. <laughs> okay? You can do whatever you want. But obviously, so it was a fake out. So Michael grabs him through the window, I think. And they kind of get a runaway into the house again. And then Dr. Loomis gets skull crushed. He goes out like Oberyn. Grabs his hand. Yeah, yeah his, head. his head and Tough just squeezes. Yeah. But that doesn't make sense. You know why? Because Dr. Loomis appears in the sequel of the Rob Zombie movie. Like, not a, oh, but Dr. Loomis is in the series. I mean, in Rob Zombie's own continuity, he killed Dr. Loomis and then just has him in the sequel. Well, to be, you know. You're not walking away from that. Your skull crushed. But how many men have you seen crush other men's skulls? I don't know. Not not a whole lot. Yeah. I mean, I'm just a slutty cheerleader. What do I know? Exactly. You don't know anything. Yeah, but I'm, I know not to go back on Linda's character, but you know, I, I do understand her appreciation. She wants to be like, she's, oh, you know, I curse all the time and I'm kind of slutty, but you know, every now and then I got to call Peter up and be like, you know, I was thinking about what John said about me being a slutty cheerleader and you know, I hope I hope people don't really think that. And, you know, I get that, Linda. Hmm. I get that. Does your Did dad you call you? you a slutty cheerleader? Nah, mo- mainly my mom. Hmm. <laughs> I get that, though. I get that. <laughs> I can see that. So, <laughs> back to the chase, though. <laughs> Sorry, Linda. <laughs> Sorry, Linda. R.I.P. The uh, This is another just chase through the house, classic horror movie, you know, breaking through walls. I do like the fake out of she's hiding in the closet. And Michael's pretending yeah. like he doesn't see her and then does the whole break into the closet, but she's not there. She had already ninja'd away. Double fake out. They're related, you mm-hmm. know, because she was able to ninja away. So it runs in the genes. And um, I actually love this next scene where she's in the attic and Michael's trying to rip her yeah. down. Yeah. And when she hits the ground and she's just like bloodied and like has the gun. And her and eye, yeah. I... As weird as Rob Zombie's choices are in this movie, I actually love that Michael like sees her with a gun and just drops the pipe and football tackles her out of the building, just through the wall, through the balcony, onto the ground. That was pretty awesome, to be honest. <laughs> I enjoyed that. Yeah. And then we get a weird, like, weird game of Russian roulette to an extent, because Michael's unconscious, and Lori grabs the gun, sits on him, and just points the gun at his face. And because uh, it's a revolver, so I guess it got spun around, and uh, it's just click, 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 and then Michael grabs her hands, and then the gun goes off, splatters brain juice everywhere, all over her face, and then we just get Lori screaming for a nice 10, 15 seconds. Yeah, as we watch, and we begin to watch some family footage. Oh, yeah, that's mm-hmm. that's when the credits roll, and we get home video yeah. of Michael and the, the Myers. No Ronnie, though. All criminal. familiar. Yeah, mm-hmm. criminal, no Ronnie in those home videos. But yeah, that's Halloween. You know, that's that's the end of the movie. And it's weird that they have Michael die in that way and Loomis die in that way. And then Rob Zombie was like, yeah, I'll still make a sequel. <laughs> I don't know. You kind of close the door. Because by killing Loomis, that is a pretty crazy thing to do to be like, yeah, that's what's different. I had the balls to kill Loomis. Even though you made him a terrible character and not really like relatable and you didn't really root for him as yeah. opposed to Loomis in the original. But I feel like I have a least favorite character in every movie. Like with the happening, it was Julian. <laughs> with oh, this Julian. movie, it was Dr. Loomis. Yeah. Did not like him. I think Loomis was, which is so weird. I don't know why they decided He's to make him the He's your least favorite character, guy. not 
jerk new guy on the job. I'm not taking orders from you, and you suck, Mikey, you little freak with all your mask. <laughs> like, that dude was my least favorite character. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty funny. He just comes in first day as just a jerk. So, you know, I guess we should go through the quick heroes of this movie. You know, Ronnie. We got three. Ronnie. We got <laughs> Joe Grizzly. Yeah. Who's the third? Mikey. <laughs> oh, Danny Trejo. You, Mikey. You're right. The three heroes and of the movie. Oh, it's good to you, Mikey. He was the true hero. That's yeah. He was literally the one good guy, and he could sympathize with him because he too spent time behind bars. Yeah, classic but he was doing story. something with his life. Prison success story. Yeah. By the way, I just saw it. You know, we were talking about Boo couldn't have been the baby's real name. It says on Wikipedia that Angel Myers is spared. So the baby's name is Angel. Mm. And I, I actually mentioned that. That's, the mom does say that. I, I think she does say yeah. that. And I remember in the second movie, there's a. In the second movie, you have to go into that plot, but there's. Because Loomis is alive and writes another book. And in the book, Loomis outs Lori as Michael Bra- Myers' sister. And Lori didn't know that. So she reads the book in the second movie and starts like having a meltdown and her friends come and find her and she keeps yelling like I'm Angel Myers. I'm like no, you're Laurie Strode. Mm. You know, that's just Yeah, whoever you want to be it's 2009. <laughs> 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 the sequel is like 2008, 2009. <laughs> but yeah. Uh I guess, you know, it's weird though that I found out they're making a remake not of this movie in particular, but they're doing another Halloween movie scheduled for 2018 with Jamie Lee Curtis. Does it have Jamie Lee yeah. Curtis? Hmm. Oh, that's awesome. Is it going to be a new thing or is it a, just Mm-mm. part of the continuity? I think it's part of the continuity. Interesting. I hope it's before Resurrection and they just pretend like Resurrection well, it's didn't happen. It has to be because who ended up not making Surviving it, it Yeah. She dies in Resurrection. Maybe she wakes up in a hospital and she's like, well, that was crazy. Oh, well, <laughs> I'm immortal just Tonsil- like my brother? <laughs> yeah. Crazy. Get my tonsils removed. That was a fever dream. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I would love that. Or it's some weird thing where Resurrection's a movie inside of the Halloween universe, like Stab is in Scream. Like the Scream. beginning, yeah, the beginning of Scream Four. Yeah, we have like three of those. <laughs> I would love that. It was a movie within a movie within, within a movie. the movie oh, that we're watching. We need to watch Scream. Oh yeah, we should do one Scream's of the Screams. Amazing. Mm. Uh, and Scream. Uh, Scream I love great. Scream Four. Uh, so Halloween, did you like it? My, did you watch it? Okay, I think it's worth your free time. I would say watch it. It, it, is, it isn't a waste of time. I think we were a little hypercritical of it, but I think that's because we see that it could have been better if they had approached it differently. That's my stance. It's a movie with a lot of flaws, but it had more potential than flaws, and that kind of makes it fun, in my opinion. It makes it a fun watch. A little long. Yeah. A little long. And especially, I agree, watch it, because I think a problem with Rob Zombie is he's not given direction. And so at least with Halloween... Yeah, no one tells him no. In general, you have a direction to go, right? Yeah. And so like he had that guidance, and then he did his own thing. Yes, it was two hours, but at least it was the better movies for me from him. One of them. Yeah. John, what do you think? I actually disagree with you guys. I, I said do not watch it. Oh, um, it's a pass for you. It's wow. a pass. Hard pass. Wow. Not I worth usually, your free time. I usually enjoy slasher films. Um, they're usually more fun and I didn't really find this fun. I didn't like any of the characters. I wasn't really rooting for anyone. Um, I thought besides the, Ronnie, besides Ronnie um, <laughs> and you're not going to root for me. 
back. <laughs> I, I didn't really like the backstory. I didn't really... I just I wasn't buying it. I don't know. It it didn't do much for me, and it was too long. Um, even the the slasher part at the end was not fun. Um, I I say pass. Wow. Say pass. Interesting. I will say one of my biggest critiques, like comparing this Michael Myers to the original Michael Myers, is there's something to be said for the original Michael Myers of not knowing anything about him and him being kind of just an average looking sized guy. And it's almost this like serial killer, you know, I guess it worked more in the seventies of, cause that was the fear. Like the Manson murders had just happened in the seventies and stuff. So it was this whole idea of just some stranger showing up at your house for no reason, like killing the babysitter. And that's kind of the, was the fear of it. That doesn't work as much in modern times. So like, I understand it has to be tweaked, but there's something to be said for the subtlety and kind of just Michael being normal, but still able to do this stuff. But he's kind of just standing. No, in the first movie he is. I'm not talking about the series. I'm talking about the first one. Well, even in the first one, he's not. No, he he doesn't get attacked by anything in the first one until the end when Loomis shoots him, and then he's just dead. But he's not. No, that's added. That was recut later when they they decided they were going to make a sequel. The original ending to the original movie is Michael is just dead, and it's the, like, Loomis saved the day, but it's still that message of, like, I guess monsters I never, are out I there. I never watched the first one without knowing that there were six or seven more. Yeah. Which just that ruins. I kind of the don't appeal. like the invincibility. Yeah, invincibility is frustrating. I prefer him to be smart and outsmart things that yes. make him not invincible, but make him able to survive situations than to be just invincible, like yeah. Jason or. Unless I guess he really is from the abyss, and then in that case, we're just all screwed. Huh. Well, that's interesting. So I. Peter, you would say watch it. Yeah. I, I'm a hesitant watch it. Like, if you like Halloween, why not? That's true. I would say I'm more of an on-the-fence watch it, but gun to my head, I would say go for it. And then, John, you're a hard no. Yeah, it's a little much for me. I, All right. It wasn't as enjoyable as I hoped. The, do you, Have you seen other Rob Zombie movies? I have not. Well, you're in for some interesting times. Yeah, those are those are rough movies. Okay, this episode definitely <laughs> this episode definitely ran long. It's a longer one. It's a longer one, but to be fair, it's two movies in one. It's two movies, and it's a two-hour movie, and it's and Halloween, right? Like yeah. it's a staple. It is a staple. We needed to put some time into it. Uh, I hope you enjoyed the ride. Uh, this has been the Too Much Free Time podcast. I'm Mark Burris. With me is Peter Blankenship. Yep, this is me. Just you. It's just me. <laughs> and John Girdler. I'm I'm here. Yeah. yeah. John Annie Girdler. That's yes, true. Uh, Mark. I guess I should say Linda. this is Linda. Mark Linda Burris. <laughs> Mark Linda Burris. <laughs> Peter Lori Blankenship and John Annie Girdler. We will see you next week. Peace. <laughs> <laughs>